our turn. Welcome to the Women of Gaming podcast. How's it Hello, going, guys? Everyone. Hey, guys. It's nice to, to see, see you, you again. again on this beautiful Thursday. Oh, thank God it's Thursday. That's one day closer to the weekend. Indeed. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to Universal week. tomorrow, so pre-weekend for me. Oh, Ooh, that, explains the Raven, that explains the Ravenclaw banner, I guess. Mm-hmm. It does. Do you have a wand yet? <laughs> I have a wand, but it's Draco Malfoy's wand, so. Oh, why? I don't, it was gifted to me. I didn't choose it, okay? Okay, okay that's fair. I have Bellatrix <laughs> with Strange's wand. That uh, one's actually really cool. Yeah. I should just right. gift my wand to my fellow uh, uh, Slytherin resident in the house, Mr. Dylan. That guy. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, Hi, I, I got picked to get my wand, actually, and I was so excited that I actually stood there crying while they were doing the whole thing, and like the light came on over me, and I was like, oh my god! It's ugly crying up there. People were laughing at me. Aww. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Raven, Raven Claw represent. Oh. Yes. Where the Gryffindor is at? Not here. I have blue hair, but we'll just ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> She's channeling the best house. <laughs> All right, Nikki, what do we have going on today? All right. So I'm glad you guys are here. We have a special treat for you. Somebody that you might know in the Magic the Gathering community is coming to join us for a lovely exclusive interview. Miss Dana Fisher and her dad, Adam Fisher. And they will be with us directly. Uh, mm -hmm. They're going to take a few minutes and uh, kind of sit back and uh let more people join in and uh, check out what we're doing here. But in the meantime, we've got some uh, fun and exciting stuff going on. So uh, big changes coming to the, well, I don't know if it's changes or maybe it was just a big update to the M30 cosplay rules. We talked about this or the prizes Ooh. and we talked about that last week. Wow. Yeah. Watsi heard us guys. They, they heard all of us. <laughs> very, but, very, yeah. very similar to the Sonic thing that happened. Oh, so yeah. they, <laughs> they updated and they said, yeah. um, I think the grand prize winner is winning. Like, I think it's like $3,000. Yeah. It's $3,000 yeah. plus all of the previous mm -hmm. prizes mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, so they still get their $200 to Joanne's. Um, but they actually <laughs> get cash prize this time. Which is funny because <laughs> Joanne's is not everywhere. So what do you That's do? With As we found out I, last week. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody we were talking to last week had no idea what Joanne's. That was me. My goldfish memory. <laughs> Are you scrolling by the, the judges for the contest? Well, uh, what well, was that? Well, the judges, but we're talking about the prizes right now. So oh, okay. I thought that would be the more. <laughs> Hold, I need to interrupt me. everybody really quickly. Just really briefly. Can you please explain to everybody why you are vacation, Bill, today? Because I'm so excited for you. Because technically, right now, Bill is on vacation. Bill clocked out <laughs> at 3.03 Central Standard Time today and at We're 4 making him work overtime. That's right. But here in a, <laughs> I'm going after the show today, which I'm, I don't know if I'm going to sleep because between uh, talking with Dana Fisher and the excitement of going on vacation in the morning, I'm really, really don't know if I'm going to get any sleep, but regardless of whatever happens at 4 a.m., my wife, my brother and I will be on the road to uh, sunny weather and sugar sand beaches. 
Ooh, yeah. kind of jealous. That's nice. that, that kind of makes Universal sound not yeah. as good. The, the beach sounds really nice right now. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm also going to be doing some golf. I know that doesn't interest y'all, but hey, I used to golf in high school. So. Really That's expensive. Yes, it, it can't get expensive. expensive hobby. I have achieved the title of world's worst mini golfer. No way. You should no play way. golf with friends then. <laughs> golf with friends. Um, Miss Amanda is on vacation too. She's right there with you, Bill. Fantastic. All right, let's get back to these prizes. Yeah. So, so I can't read it without my glasses. So okay. well, they've, uh, added, they've added the $3,000 cash prize uh, for best in show. And that uh, winner will still get the $200 Joanne Fabric <laughs> gift card. So long as that's still I guess they out. already bought them, so they need to give them out. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to take it whether you like it or not. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then they've got one best in show runner up. We'll get $750 and $150, Joanne. That's $1,750. Yeah, that, that's $1,750. Is that not what I said? No, you said $750. Oh, I meant $1,750. That's what I meant. That makes that, a difference. It does. $1,750? Oh, yeah. Well, either way. Okay. <laughs> so so I have a question about, about the uh, three-day VIP badges to final festival of lol event in 2023 well that's next year yeah yeah so oh, there, there's oh, another okay. big festival that's coming up um i read something about it somewhere and i forgot but it's another big big convention yeah. festival type thing and they they get their hotel paid for and um, it was TBD for a little while and then they finally announced it um i would have to go digging to find the the website though is it also going to be in Vegas page. again? I don't know, actually. Um, can you scroll down or up? Maybe it well, might be on, listed on. on here. I, I, I definitely want to talk about this one real quick. The additional pricing and categories to be determined at a later date by sponsor. Okay. Well, what is the later date? Because this is this event's coming up fast. So. Oh yeah, that's the TBD part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Additional pricing and categories. Yeah, exactly. So now we're going to be like last second cosplay building. I mean, what's going on? They, so, they just... Okay. So we're going to cosplay and then there's cosplay categories like best female, best, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so, assuming best male. Best yeah. Kid. I think it would be, <laughs> it was brought to my knowledge not too long ago that Magic 30s being assisted by those who ran Anime Expo. So. Well, good. They can use Is that a good thing or a bad thing? We don't know how to run an expo. Oh, Elizabeth. So. Elizabeth is back, everyone. We missed her last week, but she's back in full force. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I know Nick, Nikki wanted to talk about the judges for the uh, cosplaying. Yes. I just wanted See to Sunday. know if there was anybody I knew. Okay. Yeah. I believe Talia Vest is one of the judges, isn't she? Yeah, Talia Vest is one of the judges. I know who Holly Conrad is. She's pretty fucking awesome. Um, okay. I don't know who this Vic is. I, I've lost touch with the cosplay community. I used to be super, super into it, and then just Talia's part of it. Okay. I really stoked that Holly is a part of it because she's, she's really uh, fair um, mm. and... 
she likes to do a lot of the cosplay that isn't, you know, centric on like showing off a lady's assets. She's very creative. Um, she mm-hmm. was working in a duo with someone else, but she used to show up to BlizzCons a lot too. Uh, and she was on that cosplay show way back when. Uh, oh, I vaguely remember that too. show. But she was on two shows and I watched both of them. Like, I think she had a, like a YouTube series. And anyway, she's awesome. And I'm glad she's there to judge because she, <laughs> she will definitely get you on a, on your mists, your, uh, your seams if they aren't sewn straight. <laughs> Thank God I'm not cosplaying because I can't sew a straight line to save my life. And I've made costumes for my kids. Thank God they were little. <laughs> well, I can I can help you with your sewing if you ever want to. Improve. I'm actually commissioning another female Marine to sew a wallet for Michael. That's uh, Legend of Zelda because he's so oh, obsessed. Yeah. But there, there's no Zelda wallets for little boys. So talking about that, you you put that post out there on the Facebook. It's I true. put it out there everywhere on the Facebooks. Mm-hmm. On the Facebooks. You- you can find one that you liked because I know I'm pretty no, sure you could have picked one up at Hot Topic. No, they don't have them. Not not because Michael's five. He's going to be six. So I want to get one of those little um, like material trifold with the Velcro on it. Mm-hmm. And they just don't have those in Zelda. They have them in like dinosaur patterns, which is perfect for August. But, you know, Michael's sold out of luck. All right. Well, I so money. I just kind of throw it in my purse. Okay, I'm gonna lose my cards all the time. So can I? I want to <laughs> please. No, Nando, I don't have your wallet. Go for it, Sammy. What's up? Okay, so I I've been wanting to talk about this since it came out. Um, since we're we're uh, yes, yes, here uh, it is. So this is probably the most phenomenal anime that I've seen in a long time oh yeah. not only not only did they not pull punches with cyberpunk edge runners but they also uh did the patch in the cyberpunk game and the edge runners patch basically triggered everyone to get back onto the game and it cyberpunk has since had one million players consistently every day since the the release of Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Now, in, yeah, in in Cyberpunk Edge Runners, um, for those of you who may have been interested in watching it or were just kind of like on the on the verge because of what happened with the game um, and its initial release, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners mm-hmm. basically delves into the like absolute like bottom feeder like slums version of uh night city um and it takes place uh or the main character's name is david martinez the english voice actor i can't remember his name but it's the same guy that plays tanjiro in demon slayer um nice yeah but david martinez is some kid that uh is not very well off um his mom is uh, i believe a medic and uh, she had this side hustle that he didn't know about. Um, and she is trying to get him through school, make sure that he doesn't suffer like like a lot of other people were in that area. So she puts him through this high prestige ca- academy for Arasaka. 
and he like does really well, but the kids don't like him because he's not rich and right. everything like that. So um, some tragedy happens and he ends up finding this thing called the sand devastan. Um, and it's thing is gnarly really, looking. It's like it a is it's really gnarly. And you can actually do David Martinez's build in the, in cyberpunk at, in, in the game. Um, and his his whole build uh, from the sand the sand devastan down to his full cyborg doubt self, uh, like he is during the last half of the of uh, the ten episodes, um, is very it's broken. And in the club Afterlife, uh, but even before Cyberpunk Edge Runners came out, in Cyberpunk there's a club called Afterlife, and there's actually a um, drink that's named after uh, uh, David Martinez. So, so this I, there's a lot more that I could could say about um, there's a lot more that I could say about it. Um, but uh, we're just gonna have to come back to it. There's yeah, we're gonna, so we're much have to come back about to it. it. Yeah, but we'll hit it next it really week for sure. Good. Yeah, I, I it'll give me time to catch up. Really too. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, we know that you stuck around for it, so I'm glad that you're here. I want to introduce to you guys to the Fishers. They are here, everyone. Round of applause. Hello, hello. hello. So happy to have you. Hello. hello. Super excited. How are you guys to tonight? Here. Uh, Good. Hi. Hello. Hello, Gentle Vader. <laughs> the friend yeah, of we're ours. Some new names pop up. It's fun. It is. I, actually, Gentle Vader is uh, somebody we met when we came up for that uh, ladies' gaming yeah. uh, session. So, oh, oh, oh fantastic! Yeah. Nice. Yes. Well, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we missed you. We had a good time there. <laughs> yeah, um, we're yeah. trying to get out to San Diego. We just haven't had any official locked on dates, but as soon as we do, we'll let you guys know, because we, we love having you at Ladies Night. Yeah, Danny yeah. kicks her butts with an elf deck for Commander, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I have fun with the elf deck. <laughs> that one, was that the one that Rachel made you? Yeah. Okay, this makes sense. <laughs> so I want to read um, a little bit of something that I saw on a wiki about you. I don't know if you've seen your own wiki, Dana. It said uh, that you are tied for the youngest yeah. uh, to make it to second day Grand Prix tournament at age eight yeah. and the youngest to win cash at a Grand Prix at age nine. Yep. You guys, that's crazy. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, so, does anybody like, like to have you here, I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's cool. I, I mean, I don't have like too, too much going on event wise. So, I mean, it's really fun to be here with everyone. Oh, Gentle Vader. Is that Ricky? Well, Ricky, Ricky's dad. Ricky's dad. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Ricky might be there like, as well. I came yeah. to the house and I, I did a draft and I beat you. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Okay. Ricky's dad. Okay. Hey. So, I. She's been over there. Now come over to our house and beat my dad up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like my boys always wanting to fight. Oh. Speaking, speaking of my boys, I do have to ask, Adam, we've had a couple of conversations about how you got Dana started at such a young age. Cause my, my oldest son is five. He's almost six. And I can honestly say that I am still terrified to let him near my magic cards 
we started slowly. We're giving him Pokemon cards to play with, learn how to take care of them. But how did you manage this? How did you teach your girls at such an incredibly young age? Oh, well, yeah. first I had to make sure they weren't going to eat the cards. That was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I Once we kind of uh, moved beyond that. No, um, I think in all seriousness, you know, a lot of it had to do with how much interest uh, that they had. Because, you know, I, I taught both my daughters. So I have an uh, older daughter, Sadie, who's three years older than Dana. Um, and she uh, learned at, uh, pretty young as well. I think she was four at the time. Um, yeah. You know, she has other interests, which is fine. But basically the main thing is, you know, are they interested enough to be able to stay focused for a period of time? Um, that's kind of, I think, the key thing. And I think for Dana, when I was playing with Sadie, she was, you know, looking and, you know, we even, you know, have a, a, a picture. Uh, um, me being interested with a, with a Slurpee, which is one of our shared But before videos. that, I think you were like sucking your thumb and watching yeah. us playing. You were like two and a half. <laughs> No, no, that's a Wikipedia page where nope. I have Slurpee. Yes, there is one with yeah. the Slurpee, but there's one even before that, I'm saying. Oh. Um, but yeah, but, you know, she, she just expressed some interest from, you know, really, really early and just wanting to be involved. And then it's a question is, does, you know, is it something she wants to sit still long enough to be able to, like, follow what's happening and right. you know, be invested enough to try? Because, you know, it, it can get a little tedious i guess especially if, in for commander your four-year-old yeah <laughs> yeah commander um, games are hard well we didn't start with yeah. Commander. no for a reason i don't think i i didn't get into commander until i was seven yeah so yeah. i think the key is just you know is it something that they're uh that they're interested in um or can you make it something that they're interested in like you know find out if it a a color or a creature type or something and it's actually probably fine if it doesn't you know, if it's not good or if it doesn't follow the rules or whatever, I think yeah. if it keeps interest, um, that's going to make it enjoyable for everyone. And it was oh, easy wow. for me since I have loved green from an early age. Oh, yes, yeah, so you definitely love green. green. We see it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so what exactly is your favorite format then? Um, I think I really like modern a lot. It's, it's between modern and commander. Those are both formats I really like a lot. I enjoy them too. I like modern, although um, I, I stick more. Uh, I, I'm building a pioneer deck because it's like what the cheaper modern. <laughs> I know. So. I'm really happy because like I I really did not like pioneer because there was no really good like elf deck, and now Wizards printed Leafcrown Visionary, and now there's an elf pioneer deck, and I'm so happy. <laughs> yes, then you can come to our pioneer nights. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Have you started building yeah. that deck yet? Uh, we've taken some. I mean, we probably have most of the cards because they're your typical. There's there's just a lot of elf cards. The, the yeah, there's tons of them. Like overlap with other decks is what we're finding. Like, yeah. <laughs> we oh, built yeah. the Pioneer uh, kind of green devotion deck, heavy on yeah. the Nissus, <laughs> right? Dana's special touch there. Um, and between that and modern elves, like Pioneer Elves shares some of the cards. We don't really want to have like multiple copies, but then we got to like switch between them. And I so would want to be able to have out. multiple of those decks at once. Right. So oh, yeah. gotta, gotta figure that out. I'm definitely a multiple card person myself. I hate digging into one deck to build another one. Yeah, and it drives my husband crazy. <laughs> yeah, we need to do that to some extent. What, what card is the bane of our existence for that data? Nicta? That's one. What's even worse, though? Remember? Oh, Besage yes. you. Besage oh, you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't really, I don't build 
gold of non-green decks, but then every green deck needs at least one to save you. At least one. Yep. Agreed. That card's really good. That card's gas. I, I definitely used it. I played uh, Infect, uh, Sultai Infect for a while in Modern, and the Phyrexian Crusader was nasty, nasty against those decks that <laughs> they had to use a, what is it, a Supreme Verdict against me to even get rid of it. So that was that was a lot of fun, it's just trying to count to 10 instead of 20. Yeah. <laughs> and I did actually I use the Infect out too. Go for it. Wait, what'd you say? And you do learn how to count to 10 first. You start with <laughs> counting to 10, and later you move on to 20. Yeah, yep, yep. So I have to ask, Dina, who is your favorite person to play against? <laughs> your dad? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it, it is one of the best feelings in the world to beat him. Oh. <laughs> oh. Mm hmm <laughs> But not team up with me. Oh, absolutely, not, not. <laughs> absolutely not. Never. No. You never. can't team up together? Never. No two-headed giant for you? Uh, the last time I played two-headed giant with my dad, I was five. <laughs> really? <laughs> that was some time ago. I actually don't that know. Was a... Yeah. The last time I teamed up with Usually you, she I was up with five. <laughs> wow. Um, so I have, a, I have a question for you. Uh, of all the events that you've been to so far since you've started, do you have a favorite? Um, honestly, all the events I go to are so much fun because it's really fun being with the people and seeing everyone. I think one of my favorites, um, like if, if strictly, if it's like, the place where the magic event was, then it would definitely be when I went to Leon in 2017 because oh. 18. Uh, <laughs> I was seven. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but, it was um, early in 2018, though. That it was. It was February, and like besides the matter of it being extremely cold and me being completely miserable, it was really fun because we got to have a whole family trip. Um, it's Aww. also at that event. Um, was when I first discovered Coca-Cola gummies. And first oh, those gummies, are good. That sounds good. And those are one of my favorite types of gummies. I see. Well, so I most like people those. have memories of uh, other countries for various reasons. You're probably one of the few that connects gummies. Hey, you connect France to Nutella. That's true. So, so <laughs> this was outside, this was outside of the country? Yeah. Oh, okay. What What was the cut? Where, where was it again? I'm sorry. Lyon, France. Oh, France. Okay. You wow. How was that? Uh, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't like we went just for the event. We made a two week long family trip out of it. We saw some family because uh, we had been wanting, my sister and I had both been wanting to go to Europe. So it was a chance to take us to Europe. And we stopped by a magic tournament on the way and I discovered Coca-Cola gummies. So, <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. You know, that that's how I feel when I took my trip to Japan where I was just like, uh, no one can beat their soft serve ice cream because it was the best. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like I've been anywhere. <laughs> you can get yourself some places. Uh, so <laughs> what is your favorite tabletop game other than Magic? Let's uh, the realm of Magic. Hmm. Tabletop game? Because I, I, I have a lot of video games that I like. Um, okay. I'm not sure about tabletop. I really like... Um, 
cheating moth is a nice little like family game when i play with other people uh that's when that's really fun like especially with other kids because you find new ways to um play and new ways to make the game a lot of fun um i think i really um i think i yeah i can't really think of any others well i think that there's a few others i i know some Avalon, you really oh, like. Oh, yes. Avalon. Ooh. I love Avalon. Which is a uh, social deception type game. Interesting. Oh, kind of like a coup? Yes. Like, yeah. It's actually, in the, I think, connected, basically. Oh, um, really? My dad, sister, and I, we all, my dad always thinks that um, my sister and I are both evil, and then we always just find a way to make my dad evil. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's him. This totally is always that turning kingdom, the tables. That kingdoms yeah. thing in Commander, where you're trying to figure out where the king's trying to figure out who his knight is, but he's like super sus about everybody. Yep. <laughs> so I, oh, I just go after him flat out. <laughs> Regardless, that's funny. <laughs> yep. Okay, uh, th this is where happen. this is where I need to interject real quick. So apparently, my wife has been learning how to play kingdoms from Dana. Because oh, she always God. goes after me. I, it doesn't matter if I'm oh. the king, the bandit, the knight. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you were like this? No, uh, my wife has stabbed me in the back so many times in kingdoms. I'm like, really? I'm the king, dude. And she's like, I know. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> oh. Well, Bill got uh -oh. big. All right, Des. You got a question? Yeah, um, I was curious about video games because I I'm a pretty I wouldn't say a big gamer um, because I don't have a ton of time to be a big gamer anymore. Um, but I've really fallen in love with the new Dreamlight Valley. So are there any video games that you're just hooked on? Uh, I really like uh, Team Fight Tactics TFT. Uh, that's one that I really enjoy. I play I play quite a lot of it um, and I have climbed the ranking ladder a few times. Um, at one point I got up to diamond. Um, oh, wow. yeah, but I haven't really gotten up there since cause I haven't really been grinding the ranks, but I have, uh, been playing, uh, quite a bit. And then, um, that's probably the main video game. And then there's also legends of Runeterra that I play a bit because it's kind of like magic. Cause like everyone, uh, like, uh, it's very similarly related to magic. Like oh, yeah. I can see something. I'm like, all right, that's like exactly this in magic. So awesome. a fellow LOR player. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to grab your uh, riot so we could play <laughs> your riot ID. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Very nice. You get your butt kick, Nikki. I probably will. <laughs> I kind of dropped off the LOR train a little bit, but uh, it's great. It's as, as far as um, online games go uh, for card games, it's definitely one of the better ones out there right now. Yeah. I also, I don't play like that much Legends of Runeterra, but it's um, like, especially not lately, but it's just such, so similar to Magic that it was really easy for me to just you play a fair amount of TFT though. I do. But I don't play that much Legends of Runeterra. <laughs> nice. Um, so, oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, one of the biggest reasons why we wanted to interview you is to to ask you how it feels to be such a representation, not only for girls of your age and for children in general, but for for women in the competitive scene for for magic because i know it, it hasn't been as diverse until a little bit more recently um 
how how is that for you does is that something that that you enjoy being such an icon for these you know children your age and women in general yeah i think it's definitely a really good feeling especially when i hear like comments from parents or from people saying um my child got uh showed my child a video of you and it made them really want to learn to play magic or my wife saw the video and got her into magic and that those are some of the comments that uh really make me happy because it means like i made an impact on people and that like working hard for this it was uh it it has paid off and so i think that's one of the better things about being this um like personality in the community and so yeah <laughs> does it feel hard like does it feel like it's like a burden or does it kind like of like pressure of any sort no i i think like mostly like as long as like i'm myself like there's nothing really to go wrong i think that's I agree. practical life advice for everyone yep be, it really yeah, is just be yourself and enjoy it <laughs> Do you, do you plan on, uh, where do you, do you see yourself in the future? You maybe a pro player or yeah, do you have any plans yeah. or? I'm hoping a pro player, obviously, like by the time I'm an, ad I'm an adult is like a long time from now. So I <laughs> don't blink, sweetie. Don't blink. Yeah, don't. Given that I just started middle school, it's still quite a ways away. My dad would like to believe that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in sixth grade? I'm in seventh grade. Seventh grade? Okay. Yeah, my daughter, she is she's turning twelve, but she just started the sixth grade. And I was like, oh my goodness, where has time gone? It'll be her birthday tomorrow. And uh happy birthday to her. It's thank you. It, it's nice to have uh, you know, girls like you because she's also trying to get into the magic scene. So maybe it would be less intimidating. She knows someone out there her age is like killing it in magic. Because I know she feels pressured sometimes because a lot of us play magic, like my fiance and I, and uh, she's just surrounded by it almost 24-7. And I don't know if she has much choice in the matter, but like I, I want it to seem not as intimidating and like something she definitely could approach. She's just a couple yeah. months younger than you. Yeah, you know, that's not. Yeah, I think she's yeah just about two months younger than me. Oh, wow. wow. Like, I mean, I'm on the younger side for my grade. Um, like, not really. Like, I'm still going to, like, be, but I don't actually. But because I'm a summer birthday, like, I'm 12 for the entire year of seventh grade. And mm -hmm. I have, I definitely have some friends that are, like, only a couple months younger than me, but are a grade younger than me. My sister has some friends like that, too, because she's also really young for her age. Or for oh, her nice. grades. Well, Our birthdays are actually pretty close together. Uh, my yeah. birthday is July 6th. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's the work cancers. Yep. I think that's Derek's as well. We have a yeah. friend who's... <laughs> there's actually... It's, uh, there's a lot of time. Kind of a cool thing. There's a uh, kid who uh, now actually goes to Dana's school in the same grade. Um, they didn't. He didn't used to go to the same school, but he posted on Nextdoor, like, at this point, what, a year and a half ago? Or a yeah. year ago, something like that. Um, about, like, hey, you know, his mom posted... Hey, you know, my son plays this game called Magic, but he taught himself during the pandemic and he doesn't have anyone oh, wow. really to play with and he hasn't really played in person. He's just like watched videos and has a bunch of cards. You know, is anyone interested? And saw that actually my wife saw that 
And we're like, oh, it might be kind of fun to get together. And, you know, turns out, you know, he and Dana are only a few weeks apart. Yeah. They went to schools in the same district. And now they go to the same school. And, you know, he's become a good friend. Well, that's Is crazy. this the same boy that was at um, the convention in Vegas last year in November? No. No. Oh. Different, different. I remember seeing you run around with one of your friends. Yeah. That, is a, that, is, that is a different friend that we met. Uh, he's not local, um, but we, uh, I think we first met him at a Vegas convention. Yeah. He's also, nice uh, he was like a couple years older than me, the one I was running around with in Vegas. Uh, this one, he's like a couple of weeks older than me, which is really nice because like I like my friends of uh in magic, like my friends that were still like kids, they were still like three years older than me. Like I didn't have anyone right at my age. That must be refreshing. Now I have to ask since you're mentioning um having friends your age that play, Adam, you had said something about Dana starting a club at school. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, so I um so the school I've been to it has had a magic club um for um some years now but um be, but the clubs still have to refresh um and so usually the eighth graders start the club since my middle school is seventh and eighth graders but um I but like I had checked in and no one had started the magic club uh so i started it um and so like you, there's like a deadline and so i started it because uh my other friend who would have um maybe started the magic club uh he wasn't there at that time um and so like i started the magic club and now i run the magic club um and like i've taught people how to play and i uh give cards thanks to magic kids they gave us a whole bunch of supplies and i just kind of store it um in the magic room. And so like I run, I generally supervise. I haven't done like that much playing, but I have taught but like a couple you're of getting people into it and teaching them and then, you yeah, know, really you know yeah. So Adam, as a father who's taught his daughters how to play, how does it feel to see Dana, you know, rising up in the community and bringing her back to her school and, and just sharing all of her knowledge <laughs> with all these kids? I mean, it's very rewarding. You know, it's fun knowing that like this is something Dana really is, enjoys is like, you know, her main passion and big part of her life. And, you know, the fact that she's able to kind of interact with it in a lot of different ways, you know, whether it's going to events or cosplaying or now kind of, um, you know, combining it with having like a leadership role at school. Um, and then, you know, kind of sharing it with others. So it's just, you know, very you know, rewarding seeing her be able to, you know, enjoy it and, and, and be enriched by it in a number of different ways. Oh, well, that's amazing. So you said you're starting a club or you have a club at the school. So do you have any interests in becoming a judge for magic? Um, I think so. I, I have a lot of friends that are going to uh, that are judges. I have definitely a few close friends. And it's been the discussion that like, there's a lot of judge judges. And um, it has definitely crossed my mind. I think right now, I definitely want to be more of a player. Plus, I'm not even sure if I can legally become a judge. And even if I can, how can I actually like get a job? Because Technically, I'm not allowed to have a job yet. And so you know, that's another thing, like legalities. <laughs> <laughs> but I think maybe at some point I'll become a judge. Nice. I'm pretty sure 15 would be okay. I'm not 15. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a bit of ways. But, yeah. I mean, you can definitely take the, uh, um, the courses and be a rules advisor for sure. That's true. 
Yeah. And then yeah, you can definitely come and school really me up some. <laughs> yeah, it also gets really tough with school, um, like with homework and all, uh, and just like life. Uh, I, I'm really busy, so like also like taking the time studying the judge courses, I think would be better if maybe I had like less going on. Oh, for sure. You had to enjoy your youth while you're, you're, you have it. Um, I, I'm a paraeducator for high school. And so I kind of join these clubs and I get all these kids involved too with a, we have this D and D club. We also play magic in it. Um, and it's very important to still be in your youth. <laughs> like, so yeah, you grow up too fast. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> There's also actually a um, D&D club at my school. So there's the two separate Ooh. things. I haven't oh, attended it yet just because there's a lot of, like, they have, like, these events that happen sometimes at lunch uh, on Fridays. And because the D&D club was on Fridays, I didn't attend it then. But I think tomorrow I might attend it, see stuff. I don't play that much D&D. Fun. Yeah. I want to work at your school. Your <laughs> <laughs> school sounds fun. <laughs> I want to go back to middle school and go to your school. Oh, I want to yeah. take Dana's like STEM class. My elective. Your STEM <laughs> like, like what, what this month is what create your own board game. Yep, we start. That's that amazing. We start creating, learning, and creating our own board games, and it. And so I'm really excited for that one. Nice. We we have a couple of questions oh. from the audience here. Uh, Pokemon asks, what is your most powerful deck and how long did it take you to build it? Um, I think um, my most powerful, like probably my most powerful overall deck, like excluding commander stuff because that's on a different scale. I mean, just probably um, be legacy. I mean, I don't really build my own decks. I usually just like take a list. Um, and so like, it's all legacy elves, modern elves. Now it's going to be pioneer elves. Um, yes. But, <laughs> and so it's, um, so I don't really like build many of my own decks. In Commander, I think one of, uh, we built like three around the same power level decks. Um, and, and those were built from scratch a lot. Yeah, those were built mainly from scratch. Um, and so uh, we took those, they, I think, uh, the written story one, it took us probably like a month or two. Yeah. Um, wow. That was the one that we built like pretty much completely from scratch. Um, and that one's really fun because I have dogs. cats and dogs and I love yeah. cats and dogs. Oh, <laughs> so. uh, we have, I have a, well, my fiance has that, was it Last Savior? The the puppy who sacrifices himself. He has oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Self, yeah. Selfless Savior. Yeah, there you go. I think you were playing that on Arena recently, weren't you? One of your dog decks? Yeah, I have a Renanceri uh, deck on Arena as well. Not like quite at the power level of the one I have in paper, because there's different cards on Arena than paper, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh we have another question from the chat. Um, Aurelia's mommy is asking, Dana, are you going to Magic 30 this year? Uh, we will both definitely be there. Uh, we'll be there all three days. And so we're really looking forward to that. Fantastic. Peter will also be at Magic 30. We'll have to get uh, a picture together because we're all going. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we have a, uh, a quite a busy uh, four weeks, actually, because 
That weekend is Magic 30 in Vegas, which we are uh, we get to drive to because it's not terribly far. Yeah. And then two weeks later, we're going to the Magic Summit in Salt Lake City. Um, wow. And that is sort of Brothers War pre-release weekend. Um, and so, you know, that's going to be another three days that also as a school holiday, luckily. Yeah, so, so luckily I don't school. have to miss any school. So that's a short flight. But then the weekend after that, which is November 18th through 20th, right before Thanksgiving, um, we will be at DreamHack Atlanta, um, yep. which is Ooh, where the first regional championship. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and that we're actually making a whole trip out of. Because nice. we're going to fly there like Thursday night, um, get in, go to the convention um, three, for the three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You're going to try some of the last chance qualifiers. Yep. It's not actually qualified for regional championship, but they're going to have some last chance qualifiers and a bunch of side events. And then what are we doing? We're staying in the week, week after that's Thanksgiving week. So, so I don't have, have so, I can, so yes. we're staying a little longer. And what's the, something you're excited to do on the Monday, Dana? The Coca-Cola Museum, because it's based in Atlanta. Yes! Oh, I'm my God. There. It is so I'm so fun. jealous. And you get to take a picture with the Coca-Cola polar bear. Oh, that's yeah, cool. so we're, we're staying an extra day for that. And then I have um, a cousin in Florida that we're going to uh, see a couple of days. And then we'll come back before Thanksgiving to spend Thanksgiving with family. Which, which is actually this, this cousin in Florida that we're seeing. Dana did about, uh, what now, a year and a half ago, probably, yeah. um, a project it, for school where she did kind of like a family tree and, you know, you know, researched a lot about, you know, kind of her different, uh, different relatives. Um, and this cousin, you know, helped a lot with that. So uh, she's 99. She turns 100 in January. Um, and she gave Dana a lot of good information about, you know, kind of that side of the family. Um, and they actually live on the West coast, they just got over the direct hit from hurricane Ian. Oh, wow. um, I heard from her, she's doing fine. So, oh, good. That's good. You know, only minimal damage, but it was a little dicey, you know, obviously yesterday with hurricane Ian there. Um, Cause they were right in the path of the, the storm. So I'm sure we're now get to just hear good stories about it now that we know they're okay. Yeah. Cause um, obviously living in California, we haven't experienced any hurricane. Yeah. No, not not yet. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to mention that our our buddy Prez, he oh, he yeah. just qualified, so you'll see him out there in Atlanta. Maybe he'll, yeah, he'll be the one wearing the snazzy purple suit, probably. We'll have a purple suit guy. Yeah, please say hi. Anybody actually at any of these events, I should point out. By the way, please you know come up and say hi. You know we're there to kind of have fun and hang out with people, yeah. so don't be shy. You know, come up and say hi. Luckily. Dana's pretty recognizable. Certainly if she's in her uh, Nissa or Chandra costume. Which I probably won't be for like all of the days, right. but at least for some of them. Like I think for Magic 30, um, Friday and Saturday, I'll probably be in costume, but because we're driving home on Sunday, I probably will. Yeah, but basically look for the, uh, you know, there's not that many 12-year-old girls running around. So it's <laughs> <laughs> usually pretty recognizable on that front. Yeah. So, Just yeah. look nice. for one of the short little children walking around. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Dean is not that recognizable unless you're me last year. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys remember I came up to you at the convention? And I was like, hi, yeah, we can teach you how to play. And you're like, oh, I'm Dana Fisher. And I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I think you, I think I remember you, you bringing that story home. That's funny. Oh, you know, that was fun. It was an awesome meeting because look what it's led to. I know. I'm so happy for it's it. 
And I'm glad that you guys are here. So you've probably played a lot of people. Is there anybody you haven't played yet that you want to play against? Um, I think, honestly, like, there's not really a specific person that I want to, like, play against. Uh, besides my dad, like him, I'll play against all day long so I can beat him. But everyone else, it's more fun to play with them than against them. Oh, I get that. Good way to look at it. That's a good way to look at it. It's a good Now, I'm a little bit curious if I can ask one thing. Um, the ladies and I have had instances where we, we have had to play against difficult players. Mm. Um, has there been any instances for you since you've started or dad, maybe that you can think of that has been something like that because not just because of her age, but also because she's female? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember that much. I think I remember, um, that at my first event in Portland, um, I played against this kid. I think he was like a teenager, um, late teens. Um, and he was like kind of upset that I had beaten him. But I, that's all I can remember. I don't remember too much on that. Yeah, so it, it, it's interesting because I, I would say pretty much without exception, the only times it's been like kind of weird are generally with the teenage boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, ones. Yeah, one thing I did not remember, Dana, but it was your uh, very um, first event in LA for the side events. You probably have very little memory of that tournament. I have like no memory except for what I see in pictures. Yeah, so so this this was when Dana was she was almost she was five and a half, almost six, um, and we went to a Grand Prix event in LA, um, and it was Dana's first like um, big event where she was going to play independently in a side event. She didn't play the main event, but there was a first time she was going to play on her own in a side event. And it was just like a side standard tournament or something like that there. And then she was paired against um, a, I think probably a 13 year old boy, something like that. Um, and he was, he got a little visibly annoyed. I don't even know if you really noticed it. Cause again, you were five and yeah. a half at the time, but he's kind of like, why is this like, you know, little girl, actually beating me and i think you did win um but um it was just good, kind of yeah. but i think it was just <laughs> a lack of you know having matured and, and not understanding things and all that kind of stuff so well i'm glad that you haven't had to run into too many instances where people are being rude to you I, i'm i'm actually really glad about that i'm glad that dad's there to help sort things out too it's generally my dad's there so they probably don't really want to like <laughs> father is right there mm-hmm yeah and you know that's one of our goals with women of gaming is to get rid of those you know unhappy feelings and you know people being mean for no reason it, it's it's just unnecessary you know we want we have a great community within the magic world and there's no reason for anybody to get upset just because you know you're playing against a kid or you're playing against a woman or whatever the case may be. So it, it's really nice to see you out there standing up on your own two feet and playing and, and showing the world that not only children, but young women can be just as good as anybody else, if not better, because I would definitely say that you're much better than a lot of people because of the dedication that you put into it. You know, you spend oh, yeah. a lot of your time practicing and learning the cards and um, 
you know, going back to your wiki, I was reading that when you were younger, you used to memorize the cards. And that's, that's incredible. That's a great way to learn. Yeah, well, I had to memorize the cards since I couldn't actually <laughs> read the cards. Um, so, like, I had I had a pretty good memory uh, back then, and I still do have a pretty good one now, um, where I met I memorized the card arts, and I can pretty much once I get enough fami- familiarity with them, I know exactly what they do because, especially when before I was five, before I started reading, I couldn't like read the cards and know what they do i had to like know oh yes that it's that art now i know what that wow. card is. that's that's a great way to look at it maybe i should help my daughter with that approach because sometimes some of these cards can be too wordy and she's like mm, i give up i don't know what that is yeah <laughs> yeah so if so to our viewers and our listeners um if anybody is going to be going to the mtg summit if you use the code FISHER, you can get 5% off all your tickets. So we've got it ticking down here at the bottom. For those of you listening, it's F-I-S-C-H-E-R, and that does get you 5% off. I think I might. That's it's a, it's a, a fun event, too. That. We're going to have, like, a, a pre-release with the Black Lotus as the top prize. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we have a bunch, yeah. Of, bunch of five. Okay, I'm going now. <laughs> loads of cool guests there like, yeah like they know. have so many people uh that are going that are just like they're all really cool for, for those like old school players john finkel is going to be there i i yes exactly back <laughs> back in my day when i was playing um so yeah it's a, it a lot of fun one um so yes so we're looking forward to that and it's even though it was like the timing was like oh, two weeks after Las Vegas, a week before Atlanta. We're like, oh my god, a third event in four weeks. That's going to be a lot. Um, it does look like I'm fun. tired just thinking about it. I know, I know. The, the thing that made it like so much more doable was I have that Friday off of school, so I don't have to be missing any school. Like I, we could fly out for Thursday after school, and then uh, I'm not missing anything on Friday. That's awesome. I, I do remember um, speaking of the the things a little bit like you know weird situations. Um, remember Las Vegas, the most recent one when you and Manny were playing. Do you remember that? Okay, I'll, I'll, I I'll don't remind you. The full story. So, uh, well, you're the one that told me I wasn't even there, but um, I guess <laughs> Dana was playing, and I was in a different event because you know Dana was then you know it, she was old enough, and she was with. Uh, the, the, I was the, eleven, and I had a. She, she was with the 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 friend that you saw her with, uh, Desiree. But okay. They were playing in a two-headed giant um, as a team. Yeah. And um, you know they sat down with their opponents, and their oh, opponents yeah. said, "Oh, are you brother and sister?" No. And, and then Dana said, um, "You know, oh no, we're not. You know, we're, we're we're not brother and sister or something like that." And then they said, "Are you dating?" Oh. <laughs> why would you go to that? And, and oh. they also they had previously asked our ages. That's right. That's right. Oh, I forgot they about that. They previously asked our ages, and it's like I'm so eleven. They knew that she was eleven and he was thirteen. And so people out there, that's uh, that's not how you strike a conversation. And yeah, right. yeah. that's that's also like personal information. So like, that's that would make me uncomfortable. I mean, the, the brother and sister, it seems fine. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah. we act kind of like brother and sister when we're with each other. We tease each other around and stuff. Like, that's fine. 
Uh, okay. But yeah, I, I just kind of like ignored it and was just like going on <laughs> and like went on with the game. Well, good for you for not giving them that attention. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I know Nissa is one of your favorite cards. Um, do you have any others? Um, elf cards. Um, <laughs> most, elf elf, most elf cards, um, especially the elf cards that are not blue. Um, <laughs> I really like Nissa. I think one of my, uh, I, I really like Elvish Archdruid because it's so good. Um, Leaf Gun Visionary, um, such an awesome addition. Um, and then obviously one of the most iconic ones, Lanaware Elves. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. I was trying to think of a really cool elf card, but uh, the only thing I could think of is that scary Golgari elf ball. Oh, <laughs> oh is that the one Matt plays? Oh, yes, oh, that's Matt's Matt. The Abomination of Lanawar? Yeah. I actually, no, think she, she was given that card to spoil, I think, for Commander Legends, weren't you? Oh, wow. I, or did you no. or did you pull it you you did something no, on Twitter about one. it didn't you okay yeah I, I knew there was one. something about it when I was following you guys regarding Commander Legends and I saw you like really happy with the line of work yes <laughs> um, special etched foil it, version it, of okay it. Yeah. Yeah. that that thing's a freaking monster and it can recover so quickly from board wipes if you don't exile it's insane how quickly it comes back yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. sticky. And uh, yeah. Matt, who 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 is here somewhere? I know he's lurking. Uh, yeah, he 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 can he can take care of us pretty handily with that deck. It gets out of control. Yeah, it's give you. It gives. It's funny how how quickly elves and commander in anything in general can give you anxiety really quickly because it's just like <laughs> one of those things where it's like. The, oh God. There's, three other, there's three other people at the table and the elf deck is taken off by turn three and we're yeah. all playing like I'm playing like mid-range dragons and just like sitting there like uh, somebody take care of the elves before they get out of control that's a yeah, mid-range I, deck? I, I don't believe you and I play fast because I want to beat anything that gets out of control quickly yeah. <laughs> like extra turns yeah <laughs> <laughs> Metamai player over there. Extra what did you say, Dana? It's blue, so I don't like after turns. Yes. You hurt my heart, Dana. Hold on. Hold on, though. Let's tell the truth here. Okay. okay maybe it's a slightly fun actually taking extra turns, but that's yes. it. Yes. A, a, a quick thing, by the way, on that extra turns. Because we talked about events. Oh. You want to tell the story about Toronto? Yeah. So in Tor we went to an event in Toronto. Uh, it was the following February. So February 2019. Um, and uh, we went there. And we, like, were finishing up an event. And we got, we basically got stranded in Toronto because the customs line was so long. There was something, like, going on. So it was there right after a government shutdown. Yeah, thing. and so there but, weren't uh, very many people working there. And But right really near us in the line was Daniel Wong, who was also coming from Toronto. And so, um, and he had a flight um, leaving pretty much at the same time as us that he was also getting worried he would be late for. And he's known, by the way, for the person that plays quad sleeved 
um, extra, extra turns. turns. So he put four sleeves on all of his cards. The whole story is, behind like, it. Huge. Yeah. Oh my gosh! We I have trouble shuffling double sleeve. Yeah. Oh, I can't shuffle a double sleeved commander deck. I mean, I haven't tried, but I can hardly shuffle a so regular. While we deck. were hanging out in the airport, he brought out his quad sleeved extra turns deck, and then was playing with it, and you were kind of enjoying it. Yeah, I didn't shuffle it. No, you didn't shuffle it. <laughs> How high must that be stacked? Like it's, as high it was, as me. It was like a commander deck and a half, I would say, in terms like, of. Oh my like, god! Like, all the, <laughs> looks like the, like what a battle of wits deck would look like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I have to ask because deck boxes themselves. Hold on, you know, Ultra Pro Satin Tower. I mean, so what did he keep it in? I think he just had it in some box or something. Yeah, he like just had that. it in, this, in like like, a, like a, one of those cardboard storage boxes. I think is what he might have had it in, but I'm not sure. Uh, okay. Actually. That's a good question. Wow. I, yeah, don't I, don't, I don't know. But like we both, we got put on the same um, like flight to Dallas instead because we were going to very similar areas. And so um, we played uh, on, he like showed me stuff on the plane. And so basically we got stranded in, in another country um, and we made a friend out of it. <laughs> So. That's crazy. It's it's awesome where you find other magic players. They're just out of the blue. They're like, oh, I play magic too. It's a lot of like, fun. What yeah. are the odds? <laughs> I don't um, even remember how it started. One last question. It was like, what's your favorite guild? I believe Pokemon said. She said deck type, but I'm going with like guild archetype. Celestia, probably. Celestia. I, I like Celestia because it's like... It's kind of like an elves, and there are definitely a lot of Selesny elves, and it's just like mm -hmm. go wide and pour out your elves. It's Simbic for me, so at least they both have. Yeah, the, it's gonna say like Master Biomancer is an elf, right? And then Izuri yep. Renegade, uh, Ren not Renegade Leader, but Claw of Progress is also Simbic. So yeah, there, uh, there are some Simic elves. Um, honestly, I like all guilds that are green, even Simic, but I like Simic the least out of all of them. <laughs> And you know what? I, I I'm right there do. with you. I do not like Simic. Just that green blue okay. combo is just. Oh. <laughs> I love it. But all right. Okay, Adam, I, I have to know. Please tell me about it because it, it makes me cringe, but I need to hear it. I actually did use, I always did use sleeves at offense, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, I, uh, I probably okay. had started even earlier. I might not have, but like by the time I was like playing 2002 is when I was playing in events professionally. And I was basically um, using sleeves at that point. So Well, we sorry. were going through our cards at one point because uh, we were like when we were making the commander decks because we did put some of the original dual lands from when he played. Um, and we were going through and he had some in decks that were just sitting around. And I'm like, and they were just single sleeves. Like, why not double sleeve the deck oh, with yeah. and I'm like, why are you shuffling? True. And like, it was just like it was sleeved, but like casually sleeved. So. It was not. It wasn't like good sleeves. It was just regular single sleeves, and it wasn't double sleeved. And there's this land in there, and I'm like, and my dad and I we wanted to play with some of the older decks because they were like older decks. I'm like. I'm not shuffling this. This is this. <laughs> oh yeah. Split one of those sleeves uh, and it's over. <laughs> Gentle Vader can definitely show us what not using sleeves does to cards. Oh, yeah. I think he's sun bleaching some lands right now that are oh, boy. gonna be really awesome. 
<laughs> for one That's of his exciting. decks. <laughs> oh, gentle beater. Oh, I can show you what not using. Uh, the comment went away. She's spilling mm -hmm. the beans. <laughs> oh, what it does to cards. Oh, gentle beater, you hurt my heart. <laughs> I went to an event in Ann Arbor and there was just this person with like this commander deck and it has all these expensive cards, it has all these jewel lands and it's completely unsleeved. Oh, and all like no. so bent and marked up and dirty. It's like, oh my God. He, he ripple shuffled this unsleeved commander deck with dual lands. Oh, oh man. That, that gives me a headache. <laughs> That's terrible. Alyssa, you need to stop. <laughs> Don't tell me that you bridge shuffle your cards. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why people look at you funny is because you're not supposed to do that. Yes, please, please <laughs> don't do that. All right. Um, we are at our hour mark. We do have a couple of updates, so please stick around. But we really want to thank the Fishers for coming out and joining us. And we want to thank you guys for sticking around and, and, and listening to our, our interview with this awesome kid. Uh, guys, yeah. so please use that code. Thank you. you can get that code again if you're going to go to Magic Summit in Utah. And definitely check them out and their socials. Um, follow around what they're doing. We did pull up some information for their wiki. So if you want to learn more information about the awesomeness data, you can check that out too. You want to give your, uh, your quick social media? Yeah, yeah. plug, plug it. On uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Dana Fisher MTG. Uh, Fisher is spelled F-I-S-C-H-E-R. Um, and then the Wikipedia page uh, is just Dana Fisher. Um, and then... Uh, the Twitch channel, uh, where my dad and I stream on Saturdays and Mondays at 3.30 um, Pacific. Um, that's Fisher Magic. Again, Fisher spelled F-I-S-C-H-E-R. Um, and so uh, that's generally where you can find us. I love how she has all this information just down, too. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> we'll, we'll she's got it all. all those, uh, we'll post all of those socials with the video, too. So. Yeah. And you, you know, just one last thing before yeah. you go. Um, Dana, is there anything that you want to say to new players, to kids that are playing, um, anyone who's been intimidated by getting into the Magic community? Do you have any words of encouragement? I think that the Magic community, for the most part, is great. And I think it's awesome to play in, um, just have fun, um, play with things you like, um, be with the people that make you happy and that you have a lot of fun with. Like when you go to events, have like, it's nice to have people there that you know and are close with. And it's also a great opportunity to meet so many new people. Oh yeah, for sure. You are wise beyond your years, ma'am. <laughs> Yes, yeah, we we aspire to be you someday, Dana. Definitely, for sure. You're all too kind. <laughs> all right, uh, we do have some WOG updates. Um, earlier, we did post on uh, Facebook about our board positions. They are open. Uh, we do encourage you guys to apply if you guys like to make an impact in the community, creating safe spaces for women. Um, to play games and do what we love to do. So if you are interested and you are passionate and this is something you really want to do and pursue, please, 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 we encourage you to apply for board positions. We have the vice chair open, treasurer, secretary, and our general board member positions. Um, um, yes. 
Oh, and I, I would like to let everyone know that we are not limited to just ladies being part of the board as yes, well. Yes, that's right. Um, I, I do want to express that. So if any of you, uh, you know, whether you're uh, cis male, trans, anything like that, it does not matter what you identify as. If this is something that you find uh, you're passionate about or you experienced some sort of situation that you feel like you would need to help us change that in the community. Um, this would be that that good opportunity, not just for you, but for us as well, um, to learn from each other and, and kind of uh, provide that safe space for not only women, but but men in this community as well who have gone everyone. through. Yeah, everyone. Mm -hmm. So we're all about inclusivity. So. Again, that application does close at 11. I've got it up on the Facebook page right now. Um, we'll link it in the Twitch also if anyone else is interested. And it's not limited to Southern California. If you're in the U.S., then you're more than welcome to apply. Um, please be at least 18 years old, though. That is one requirement that we have. Um, yeah. Again, just want to thank everybody for your continued support and helping us make this dream come true. Uh, we are so close to being an official tax exempt nonprofit, 501, all that good stuff. So We're getting there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we <laughs> will see you, so you next week at 6.30 on Thursday. Um, we'll be on Twitch and Facebook. So once again, thank you so much. Make sure you use that Fisher code for MTG Summit. Um, and have a great night, everybody. Check out the new Cyberpunk Headrunners if you guys can. Yes, please do. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Women of Gaming podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.